0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 167 of The Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers here, as always, with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited for today's topic, which is about as boring as you can get, but (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be fun. Um, Oh, my gosh. We're going to talk about laundry today. And as I was prepping this, I was thinking about, like, no matter where you are in motherhood, no matter what your socioeconomic status is, what part of the country you live in, if you don't have to deal with laundry on a weekly basis, I, I'm i not sure. Well, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> you know,
1: who are you? I mean,
0: yeah. if you're beyond unless you're bagging it all up
1: and taking it to like a laundromat where they do they have a wash and fold service. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I looked
1: at that and it's like it, you pay by the pound and I have a lot of pounds of laundry and don't I didn't you even f- want to do the math.
0: And don't you feel like you would still be laying your hands on the clothes and thinking oh, yeah. about it and planning it yes. and scheduling it and picking up? Picking oh, yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It'll so I'll still I feel be a lot like of work. Unless you're Beyonce or you live in a nudist colony, I'm guessing Aww. you deal with laundry. And what so about a
1: Beyonce in a nudist colony. That's <laughs>
0: well, that's and a thought. If there is that, I'm sure they're listening to um, <laughs> our podcast. Yeah. So we are going to talk about laundry, everything from like our own kind of habits and tips for staying on top of it and little quirks that we have as we move through the piles and piles of laundry that having children provides and i've
1: had a lot in the past like a lot a lot of thoughts about laundry yeah and it's become kind of a little more i don't know what's the word i'm looking for here a little less fun and romanticized in my life because my because it's changed my my needs have changed yeah um but it's this is still a fun topic and it'll be fun to go down like Laundry memory lane as well. Yeah, it is. It's a very, so um,
0: I know you have written about that, but it's a very kind of like intimate way to be connected to your family through yeah. the clothes. Yes. So yeah. it's going to be good. They're they dirty that you have to touch with your hands. <laughs> all the, t- every day. Yes. <laughs> Endlessly. Exactly. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor, Factor.
1: plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
0: Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. Okay, we're talking about laundry, Megan. I mean, you have a unique situation right now. Do you want to start there? Because don't you have a broken washer?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, (laughs) so this is the stupid thing. My washing machine... Okay, so when I moved into this place, the previous tenants were selling their dryer. Sorry, I had to remember which one it was. And the landlord was like... Do you want it? And I paid like 150 bucks for it. It was really cheap. I had another one at the old house, but I didn't want to move it. Yeah. It's like a real hassle to move yeah. a washer dryer. It was getting older. And then I thought, instead of having to deal with that, I'll just buy this other one. And then my landlord gave me the washer okay um, for free. So when <laughs> when I moved in, it's just been like one cluster after another. It was like, first the dryer stopped working. Well, first the washer wasn't working, but I realized it was because the um the The hot water wasn't input thing was blocked off, so oh. if I ever had it set to warm, it just wouldn't fill. Got it. Only cold would fill. So after a while, I figured that out. I just rerouted it somehow, or I had a, someone else do that for me. And then, um, then the dryer stopped heating up. So the washer currently does work. There was another day when I thought it was broken. Well, actually, Isaac comes running up from the basement. He's like, "The water, the washing machine's flooding everywhere," <laughs> and it was because someone bumped the hose out of the sink. You uh, know how like it yes. drains in the yes. sink, so. That was totally human error. Um, so now I have a functional washing machine and a not functional dryer. Oh. I, it's been that way for two months. I could just replace it, but I haven't it because it's just one more thing. Yeah. You know, it's like one more thing I have to spend money on. And I bought it, you know, sight unseen. And it was newer. And it's not like they sold me a lemon. It just worked out that way. But I feel like I have kind of no leg to stand on. As so are far you as-
0: doing a lot of hang drying?
1: no i too am dry, you're going elsewhere. no i'm going elsewhere so okay. what i and so then what i started to do was go to the laundromat because i can do an entire week's worth of laundry yeah. in like an hour yep. and i've kind of gotten hooked on it yeah now
0: so, i loved it when i was in my 20s yeah. i've never done it with kids but pre-kids it's I it's great
1: because it. you can go in and use those enormous washing yep. machines that are like two or three you know and i can walk in like with six loads and be out in and out and I'll run errands. It's right across the street from the grocery store. I'll run errands while it's running. So it's not bad, but it's totally not ideal. Like I do not want to have to leave my house to do laundry. Right. So now I'm in a place where I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and shop for a new dryer. And I don't want to, and I'm just digging, like I'm just dragging my feet for no good reason. It's
0: just, Okay. So stupid. Well, most of what we're going to talk <laughs> about today... Sorry, that was is, like a big bummer. I know. To start like, hey, the episode hey, with. Let's, let's talk about laundry. Wah, wah. But <laughs> most of what we're going to talk about, I would say you can remember to when you had a normal laundry situation, like not a Yeah, it a hasn't been that dryer. long. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not like so far gone that
1: I can't remember what it was like to have a real... Yes. It's a part a of sup. our lives.
0: Okay. So the way it I'm going to do this, I have like kind of rapid fire questions because I think it's kind of fascinating to figure out... How other people manage their homes in this way and laundry is probably the least visible of all the home chores you know what i mean like you could know someone really well and not really know their laundry situation um so i'm going to just kind of ask you a bunch of questions and then i'll answer them too but my first question is how do the clothes in your house identify themselves as dirty and how do the children identify clothes as dirty so do you have baskets in every kid's room are kids required to like bring you dirty clothes how do you know when it's time to do laundry and where are the dirty clothes
1: so this is something that's changed a lot yeah as my kids have gotten older so I would have said it was five years ago I would have said everybody had a hamper Mm -hmm. or a basket and it was their job to put their dirty clothes into the basket or the hamper but I would go around and collect and if I didn't collect them I would at least notice they were getting full and ask the kids on a certain day to bring them down okay um, now at that point, Clara was still living out of a laundry basket. Her bedroom was on the second floor. Mine was on the first. So she, li- she did all of her clothes out of a laundry basket in my room for years. I remember that. I, yeah. I didn't want to have to climb the stairs to check yeah. on her clothes all the time. It just was so much simpler. So now she's in a bedroom right across the hall from me. And, um, I just ask her to keep her clothes up off the floor. Okay. So I don't, I really have a thing about yeah. dirty clothes on the floor. Now, one thing is that I don't really have to worry about that with the boys because I don't go in their rooms very often.
0: So you would just ask them, bring me your clothes. So you don't know if they're on the floor or not, really.
1: But I do have to go in there every now and then to like do stuff with the dog or whatever. So I will. So what happens is I get to a point where I'm like, why are there all these clothes on the floor? (laughs) Why you have a basket? You right there. Why aren't the clothes in that basket? The answer is usually because they didn't get around putting away the clean clothes out of that basket. Right. And I don't want to complain too hard because we did go through a phase where they were consistently putting dirty clothes on top of folded, clean clothes. And then I was rewashing folded, clean clothes and not figuring it out until I pulled them out of the dryer folded. Yeah. And then I would want to hurt somebody. So um, for the most part, and like Isaac takes care of his own now. He's 18. So for the most part, I just say, hey, everyone bring me your laundry and they do.
0: Yeah. No, that makes sense. Do your kids. uh, So. I have a couple. Allegra has a hamper in her closet and I will either ask her to bring it out or if I am doing laundry, I will just go in and get it. Um, The little kids, their rooms are fairly small and they're right across the hall from each other. And there's um, our upstairs hallway kind of of all rooms open out into like this kind of big landing. And it's not very big. It's like once you're at the top of the stairs, you literally can go in any room that's up there. And you could also
1: throw clothes from the top. From the second yes. floor to the first if you wanted yes. to. I did think that last time I was at your house that it would be very tempted yeah. to have like a huge basket on the ground floor <laughs> yeah, and just chuck stuff over the side.
0: Yeah. But except my laundry is upstairs. The laundry. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that wouldn't help at so, all. Okay. So <laughs> we have an upstairs laundry basket that's right outside the kid's bathroom. And for Reed and Violet, they actually don't have hampers in their room at all. Because up until recently, when I talked about how Reed is now super private and likes to change in private, but up until yeah. recently, they were tearing off their clothes like wherever they were. And so I just trained them to drop it in like the main laundry basket. So there's a main laundry basket upstairs. Um, Brian and I have one in our closet, but actually the one that is up there because it's so centrally located, it's a great place to drop any laundry of anyone. So it doesn't belong to a particular person. And then when that is full or half full, or I know that there's something I need is that's kind of my cue to do it. Um, Yeah, clothes on the floor is a hard one. I was going to ask you if like, if you have anything where like you won't do, you won't clean clothes that are on the floor. So it's like the kid's loss if their clothes don't get clean.
1: That would just punish me. Yeah. I, I don't want them wearing yeah. dirty clothes. Right. Yeah. That's one of those like natural consequences it that I feel work. like just punishes the parent. Yeah. There's, you know, my kids also smell bad if right. they don't you know what I mean? It's not, they're not like little kids anymore where they can get away with wearing the same thing. And they wouldn't care. I'd be the one who would care. And
0: that's the thing. So, yeah. (laughs) No,
1: that doesn't work, unfortunately. And honestly, once I just say, hey, go get your clothes off the floor and bring them to me. They do. It's not like they won't do that. Right. It's not like it was in the old house. So, like, my old house was so much bigger. And there were two places where dirty clothes congregated. They were in public, like in public places. Yes. it One was right by the heater at the bottom of the stairs, mm-hmm. um, like in the TV room, because the kids would come down and, and in the winter they would congregate in front of that heater mm-hmm. and they would change into their mm-hmm. clothes in front of that heater and then just leave yeah. like a pile of clothes in the living room. That <laughs> would drive me mad. And then we had like a powder room on the first floor that sometimes they would change in and just leave. And they didn't even leave them in a pile. It was like the clothes were like scattered yeah. as though they were walking yeah. and shedding clothing yeah. as they walked. And they were just like a like a string of clothes. And I didn't always see them right away because I didn't go in that area of the house until later in the day. So that would make me nuts. Now that I'm in a, such a small house, it's kind of feels like less of a problem.
0: I have another question. Do you, um like, did you ever tell your kids or train your kids like do all clothes get washed after just one wear is that like the basic rule or are Uh, jeans and stuff or is it kind of up to the kid it's kind of up to the
1: kid and i will also say that my kids are pretty good at getting multiple uses out of any piece of clothing so i never worry about stuff getting washed too much yeah I would actually worry it's going in the other direction. So, my
0: and I would say I'm the opposite. I feel like my kids. I've worked hard enough to train them to put stuff in the dirty clothes. That sometimes they put stuff in there, and I'm like, oh, you you only wore that for like a half a day, or yeah.
1: Well, and with with girls, it's I feel like it's more likely that that happens too. Like yeah. Clara will change her clothes more times than the boys do. The boys will hang stuff on a chair and then put it back on the next day. Okay, they get they get really attached to like the way a t shirt feels or like <laughs> a pair of They want to live in it. And they want to live in it. So it's been now I will say William is suddenly really into personal hygiene. He showers super on the regular. Well, he's going into high school. Yeah. Um, He's now I'm kind of have an eye on him because I feel like he and Isaac go through way more laundry than yeah. they necessarily need to. But like they're also getting so old. I don't want to police it too much. Right. I feel like if they think something's dirty, like I should kind of allow that yeah. to be the case. So I just kind of close my eyes and. Yeah. I just you know I just grin and bear it it's not... whatever the whatever the metaphor or the analogy is or whatever I'm supposed to be saying here yeah
0: I hear you. It, I hear you yeah um so let's talk about how often are you actually doing loads of laundry not right now yeah. when you have a broken dryer but in your regular life I know you used to be like a load a day type of person yeah I was always that...
1: a load a day type of person and as part of was my it the same
0: time of the day how would you decide which load
1: well like, if you're doing a load a day it's just I everything I dirty. also yeah and I don't i don't um i don't uh, separate stuff unless it's like something that needs special care so okay. if it's like a delicate sweater or like towels i wouldn't yeah. do with sheets. but i would do towels with sheets and i would wait to the weekend to do that okay um but like i will absolutely wash a pair of jeans with a sweater so and i will wash socks with shirts
0: I don't well, care. I, yeah, I, I, I mix that way. I do color sort and I know you don't have to anymore because most of like, yeah. most, you don't have to, the way things are dyed, it's not quite as necessary, but I think I just like it. I yeah, like I don't. I lights. don't do that at all.
1: I, I, so when I was doing a loaded day, it was literally whatever I would wait, generally speaking until the kids were all in their pajamas. Okay. And then I would take all the clothes that were worn that day and okay. I would throw them in the laundry.
0: Okay. So Now, would yeah. that load get then dried, folded, and put away like all the same day? Or is it kind of like everything sort of leaking Dependent over how, into the next day?
1: Yeah, it would usually depend. So where I was finding what was happening was when I went down to put the stuff in the wash, I would get the previous days out of the dryer, take it upstairs and fold it then. Okay. And then that would be often what the kids grabbed to wear the next morning. But I would fold everything and stick it on the couch. I didn't. Cause they were already in bed. Yeah. So I wasn't like taking it and putting it away. It would just be sitting and waiting for them to grab and do whatever they wanted to with the next
0: day. So that brings me to my next question. You have a lot of questions. I know. You, and I'm going to really thought this through. I It's so interesting. So is there in the new house, is there like a laundry? I feel like every house has like a laundry purgatory. It's like for clean mm, laundry. I'm talking about yeah. when stuff comes out and maybe it's folded Maybe it's half folded, yep. and for some people it's like the corner of the couch. For me, yeah, that's
1: it's the corner of my couch. Okay, for so you, for you it's it. the
0: couch. So I fold clothes on my bed. We don't have uh, the laundry is upstairs, but there's no like laundry room, so I bring everything into my bedroom, and I the bed is made most. I make my bed most days, not all days, but most days, and so I can dump and a lot of laundry and i i love the load a day concept and sometimes i'm doing a load a day but in reality it's more fits and starts so it's more likely i'm going two or three days without doing a lot la- without doing laundry and then doing a- more at once not like everything in the house at once but you know two or three loads and so i would dump it all out on the bed and then i i almost have like Zones. When I sort clean laundry, I toss things to different corners of the bed, and it's the same each time because then I can fold really fast. So before I fold, like let's say I just dumped a huge basket on the bed, I toss Brian's stuff to like the top left corner because he actually folds and puts away his own. I do I do his laundry, but he does fold and put away his own. And then I have little sections of the bed. It's just it's only a system in my own head. Like nobody else has to participate in this system, but. I like to kind of sort the clean clothes first and then I can focus on folding real quick and taking maybe a stack of clean clothes. And we have a bench in our upstairs hallway and I'll line them up on the bench and the kids are supposed to put them away. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not it's not a perfect system.
1: Um, they never are because they keep because here's the problem. Laundry keeps being dirtied. Yeah. So oh, there's yeah. no system that can eliminate that. I was going to ask you, do
0: you remember the last time or can you think of a time when every pretty much every stitch of clothing in your whole house was clean, folded and put away?
1: Um, The put away part. No, no, no. But everything else. Yeah. The laundromat did help with that because yeah. it was like every, literally I'd come back and I would stand in the laundromat and I say would because the last few weeks my brother has been out of town. I've been using his washer and dryer. I should just buy a dang dryer. Why am I stalling on this? Anyway, um, it still felt easier to go to someone else's house and do it. Which is dumb because I had to get in the car with my laundry yeah. and go to his house. You're gonna know, be so
0: happy sense. when you have.
1: I know, I know. I just so, and also it's like the least fun thing to spend money on ever. Yeah, agreed. Like I'm not excited about this purchase. What one little bit? Right. I'm like, I and I like really simple appliances. Like mm-hmm. I like things with a like a knob that twists. I don't yeah. care about fancy. digital settings and fancy stuff. So like, yeah. So it's just gonna be like the most utilitarian boring thing that i have to spend hundreds of dollars on like ever
0: anyway. Dry- dryers are cheaper than washers though right yeah they are and, and, they're, and they're very um they last forever and they're not they are not as subject to fancy new inventions like they're just i that's what i understand about dryers is yeah like, i don't think and you I need hope, a fancy one
1: i hope they'll deliver it that's the other thing that's getting in my way
0: yeah you Wherever still- I buy it
1: from, there's no way I can take it down my basement stairs. No,
0: no, you, no one would expect you to do that. Do Nobody, you, you did? don't ha- you sure? no, I don't think so. <laughs> do okay. you have Lowe's or Home Depot in your retail uh-huh. desert? Yeah, you do? I have both. Okay. I actually have both. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, we also have like a really good, because you know, Whirlpool, Maytag, right. KitchenAid and all those places are right here. It's all a Whirlpool brand. And so we have a great like repair center that, that sells floor models yeah. really cheap. And all I have to do, literally all I have to do is drive 10 minutes walk around the showroom floor, pick one, pay them my
0: money and go home and wait for it to be delivered. That's all I have to do, Sarah. I know, but it's one of those things that it's a I, thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I, I relate. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. So sorry, you were
1: asking about my laundry purgatory. It is the corner of my um, sofa. What tends to happen is, okay. So part of the challenge now too, is my kids live really independent lives. Yeah. So they're not all standing around the way they were. Like it used to be like, yeah. I would be, I would be like, folding laundry and the kids would be coming in and out of the room and they were all kind of hovering around me and I would just be like, you take this, you take that. Yeah, that's kind of how it works in our
0: house. Well, "Well,
1: Isaac works all the time. I hardly ever even see him. So he'll come in after his shift at 930 and I'll say, hey, you've got laundry on the couch and he'll say, "Uh uh-huh. And then like he might take it or he might not. We'll, we'll, Well, this is one thing that drives me nuts. They will like rifle through it and pick stuff out. Okay. And then just take not those do, not and the not rest. put the rest away. Yeah. So I sometimes have to write. So right now there is a basket on my, but I'm just as guilty because I haven't put my stuff away to that. basket. Oh, I'm the yet, worst. So,
0: I'm, you know. I'm the total worst about, and my I like to have stuff. it away. I hate
1: putting it away, but I love the feeling of having it all yeah, away. So me too. I think as soon as we're done here, I'm going to take care of that.
0: It, it does feel so good. You know, ironically, the time when I'm most likely to have all of my own clothes put away and the kids actually, is right before we travel because I know we've talked about packing before and yes. travel, but I have a really hard time packing from um, like a midway through laundry situation. I know oh. it seems like it seems Um, efficient to say, I'm going to do a bunch of laundry and then I'll just pack from the piles of folded clothes. But for some reason, it's really hard for my brain and I need everything put away in the place where it goes and then like stand in my closet and think, okay, what am I going to wear? And everything's there. So um, that is the biggest motivator for me in putting everything away, including my own stuff is usually right before we travel. And then it's nice because I come home and yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm packing for a trip tonight. tonight, Yeah. And I am I had never really thought about it before you said that, but like for me, I tend to overpack in those situations because you're just looking at a basket full of every possibility. And right. it's so easy just to just be like, Oh, that yeah, I'll throw that into why not? I might need that. And the next thing you know, your suitcase weighs a million pounds and
0: yeah, that's true.
1: You have way too much stuff in it. So I think I'll do the same thing. I think yeah. I'll put everything away.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, before we're going to take another break in a minute, but my, stay on folding for a second like do you have like do you enjoy the folding what's your what's your favorite part of this process and then your least favorite part
1: <sighs> my favorite part's folding yeah I love folding folding and sorting and actually one of my favorite things about the the routine of going to the laundromat I will always try to get like all my dryers in a row so maybe I've got three dryers and I'll stand and I'll have three baskets lined up on the floor in front of the three um dryers mm-hmm. plus there's some of the best people watching ever at the laundromat I will also <laughs> say, but. And I will just stand there, um, and I will sort into the baskets, and stand there and fold and sort. Yeah. And I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I like folding. I like folding too. I just have uh, I have trouble with the finishing part. I don't
1: love the putting away. Yeah, yeah, I don't love the putting away. Um, and sometimes I'm even bummed when I get to like the last thing to fold because I really <laughs> kind of enjoy it. My least favorite part of the whole process, absolute least favorite part, two, actually. One is getting stuff out of the washer and putting it in the dryer. I feel like it's really hard.
0: Yeah. It
1: wants to stick in there. Like it doesn't like to come out. It gets all round up around that thing. It's like all tight. I hate that. And then the other part is I just think in general, laundry rooms get really gross Mm -hmm. and I'm not motivated to keep it clean. Yeah. um, Especially because mine's in a basement. Yeah. But it gets all linty. Yes. And that, and that there's always like a trash can that's overflowing that you have to deal with. And like, everything's just kind of yucky. Like, Stuff overflows and makes it sticky. Or it
0: becomes like, yes, like the sticky detergent. Or it also can become like a catch-all area for other things. Like the top of my washer and dryer right now, I cannot tell you why the things are up there. There's like four gloves that don't match, and I live in Southern California. Like there's the most random stuff on the top of my washer and dryer right now. Because
1: you're probably like, well, I don't want to get rid of these. I might find the match. So, but they don't have
0: anywhere and, else to go
1: yeah. yeah and that's like a place where no one's probably looking so it seems kind of safe but the next
0: thing you know you're like what happened right yeah 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 there's that um okay i do have one more question before we take sure. a break and then in the second half of the show i think it's gonna be fun i'm gonna get like kind of technical we're gonna talk about the detergent we use and like Ooh, okay what stuff we hang to dry if anything and like actually how you know the functional part of doing laundry. But my question, and this is maybe a semi-big one, but you've talked before about how you really like being the laundry doer in your house. Yeah. So tell me about having teenagers and like what where they are in their journey to knowing how to do laundry, even if you've made the decision that in your house you're gonna do it for various reasons.
1: Well, that's that's a good question. Okay. So Isaac does his own like Isaac is perfectly capable and happy to do his own laundry. Um because the dryer's currently not working like he doesn't as often. He'll often wash his own stuff and then have it ready for me to take to the dryer when I go to the laundromat. And I almost even want to tell him like even that kind of throws my system off yeah. because everything else is being washed and dried. So if I've got yeah. your stuff that's only being dried, like what do I do with it? Plus I mean, it's, it's wet dumb. clothes. It's wet clothes that I don't want sitting around. Yeah, they're heavy, and I don't yeah. want them sitting around in my car and getting all stinky. So yeah. it's like I, I had to even tell him like you're being too independent. Like yeah. stop <laughs> until we have a functional washer and dryer um which is in he sleeps it's in the basement and he's in his bedroom is in the basement so that would be super easy for him to keep up with it. So he's he's pretty good about that. Um William could. I don't really want the kids all individually doing their laundry and it's not just because it's my my last vestiges of mothering them and you know, it's it's more that like I feel like it really I don't want to ever go to the washing machine and go to put my stuff in and find that someone else has their like stupid quarter load in there and now I have to wait
0: like you don't want a bunch of teenage boy roommates is what you're saying uh, exactly I would way <laughs>
1: rather that just be my domain and that they know how to do it or if I say hey take this basket and start it they yeah can do that but I don't want them getting working in mm-hmm. um, their own like getting in my way I don't want them getting in my way that's yeah. really kind of what it's all about so for the most part I'm trying to keep it where I'm the one doing it um, it doesn't always work out that way but you know
0: usually yeah that makes sense yeah my kids are not um I've tried to make sure Allegra and Reed kind of know which buttons to push and um in theory what to do and I will say things like can you put um what's just done in the washer can you put it in the dryer and we've focused more on like they're putting away and keep and putting stuff in the dirty hamper so we're like at that stage but
1: it's good for um, them to have the skill but they don't just because they can have the skill and not use it yet right and i've had that thought about a lot of different things like when people say you know you shouldn't baby your kids and you should um make sure they know how to do things they can know how but i can still choose to be the one who does it for now because it makes right. my life better totally absolutely yeah. absolutely
0: okay megan well over here at the mom hour we are big fans of our sponsor our place in fact you me and our team member katie we're all comparing notes on our favorite product
1: Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. To claim this deal, go to Hayahealth.com slash mom hour. This deal's not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults.
0: All right. Back to laundry. We're gonna kind of go get do a deep dive a little bit into some technical stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what type of detergent do you use, Megan?
1: Ooh, good question. Okay. So I like with many products bounce around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the free and clear stuff. And I, I used, I used to use all pretty, pretty religiously. Um, all was one of the
0: first that really like, yes. Was free well, and, clear, I, right? and I Before. think that's why,
1: I think that's why I started using it. And I, John always had skin like allergies and sensitivities and God, I can't even remember which kids of mine. A couple of them had some sensitive skin stuff when they were babies. And so I just got in the habit of using those. And then now, um, I, I just still tend to gravitate toward those kind of, um, laundry detergents, but mm-hmm. I'm not, I like the pods. So do they have
0: the pods for those? They do have all free okay. and clear pods. Yep. Okay.
1: Um, I believe, or I'm getting some kind of free and clear pods. They're free. They're clear. They don't have any smell and smell. Okay. And they have no color in them. Um, I like them just cause they're so easy and yeah. you don't have to worry about and over if you're going or under. to the laundromat. <laughs> exactly. I'm just <laughs> chucking them in. Um, but I'm not super, I don't know. I'm not like Super. Specific about my laundry detergent. What about you?
0: I use um Costco's Kirkland brand. Uh, they're dye-free, fragrance-free. So they're equivalent. Of, okay, it's just Kirkland, which is the Costco generic. I like it because it's a huge container, and I'm not going to the laundromat, so it just sits on top of the washer. Yeah. Um, when, you know, when I had babies, it was when like draft it's draft, right? Is yes, the baby draft. One. remember that? And I just it was like, it was so fun to think I could buy something just for baby clothes. Yes, but then I, remember I feel that. like every new mom you use it on like the first round of baby clothes. And then you realize like, first of all, this is really inconvenient because babies make so much laundry and yeah, the and likelihood of bottles. keeping it separate. Yeah you know, yes. like from everything else in the house. So then right around then was when I switched. And that was when there was more availability. Seventh generation was becoming big and, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, different, um, just different, more natural detergents. So I was like, as long as what I'm using doesn't have a ton of dye or color, I think we're good. So I used yeah. Drift for like a hot minute. But yeah, the Kirkland brand has done us done us well for many years now. It's one of the things at Costco that I just, it's, it's cheap and it's a big yeah. container and, it does what I need it to do. Um, Do you yeah. use, are you a fabric softener or dryer sheets? I don't use I any. I use dryer sheets. You do use dryer sheets.
1: It gets very staticky here in the summer, in the winter, okay. if I don't. Yes. And I like the way they smell, which mm-hmm. totally, com- I mean, I know that eliminates, like completely eliminates the whole point of the the free and clear yeah. detergent. But I just really like dryer sheets and I know that there's a lot of, I don't know, there's some controversy out there, controversy about whether they're necessary or are they just like an environmental hazard um, but I do like them. I often tear them in half. I do think a whole one is a little bit of overkill. Okay. So I'll tear them in half and use one per load. Um, but I do like them.
0: I don't, I don't think anyone's judging you for dryer sheets. I actually didn't even know. They might was. be right now. Well, that's all right. Um, we can handle a little <laughs> bit of judgment. It's the worst. I used to use dryer sheets a long time ago. And then I, at some point I stopped and I don't think we have the, the static issue that you do in the winter. And I also don't use fabric softener. Is that a thing? Do you use fabric softener? <laughs>
1: I have never used fabric softener Me neither. because all I remember is growing up with that commercial where the woman forgot to add the fabric softener. And then she's like freaking out. Remember that commercial? <laughs> I forgot to add the fabric
0: softener. I don't and think it was like so. this
1: cartoon lady. And she's like flying through the house, freaking out. And I think that was one of, the, I think that commercial came from the first, dryer sheet i think that that's where that originated from mm-hmm. it might have been bounce i'll have to look this up
0: and then um who's which one is the bear like the Snuggy bear or whatever is that that's
1: fuzzy fuzz, oh, she's not snugg- it's not snugg- snugg- right well snuggles is the bear Snuggles. that's bounce i think is it okay no it might i don't i'm gonna have to look this up um but so i think that was like i just had this idea growing up that fabric softener was very outdated okay. oh it's snuggle it's yeah. called snuggle snuggle the bear and the and this, this the uh, fabric softener is actually called snuggle i know there are people who'll still use it i know i can tell when people use a lot of scented stuff in their mm-hmm. laundry and i think their laundry smells really good yeah and it smells totally different <laughs> i from agree yours. the synthetic
0: laundry smell is actually a very pleasant smell it, it is might a very not be pleasant good for smell. us but
1: no um so i'm like kind of attracted to that but like i was never going to remember to add another like add it to a different cycle yeah. or like, I feel like it was one of those things that just made more work for women. Yeah. Really? Yes. So yes. <laughs> yeah, never got into that. No, me no. neither. I
0: haven't, but I was just curious. Um, Okay. So we need to talk. This is, this is one that I feel like I don't know what you're going to say, but I was on vacation recently and my sister-in-law, Brian's sister, we were talking about swimsuits Ryan's mom was doing some laundry and she said, Oh, can I put the swimsuits in the dryer? And I was like, Oh no, we don't put any swimsuits in the dryer. And my sister-in-law was like, what? I put all swimsuits in the dryer. So that is just an example of if we don't compare notes, we don't know what anybody's doing. So what do you hang to dry or do you put everything in the dryer?
1: Um. Okay. Th- this is where we're going to talk about ideals and realities. Okay? okay. First of all, we rarely actually launder swimsuits. Okay. I will say that happens very rarely. And I've never been like a hardcore swimmer who is laundering stuff so often that it would break the elastic down or what. I know that's a thing. Right. Putting it in the dryer is there it, for the elastic. Is, but... What if
0: it's all sandy though?
1: You just. So what we do when my kids get out of the, when they get, you know, come home from the beach. Okay. They get right into the shower. They okay. take their swimsuits off in the shower. Yes. Rinse them out in the shower. Got or it. sometimes they'll take them, sometimes they'll take them out to the front porch and put them right. out there. So they'll get a good rinse. Yeah. But they don't. I and mean, we are in our swimsuits a lot in the summer. And I just I just don't feel like it's no. a thing. And they'll probably go in the wash like once every couple of weeks. So and that then, makes total you know. sense to
0: me. I have zero. I mean, that, that it doesn't make it. Uh, what am I trying to say? I'm not saying that is not clean. I feel like I'm not good at managing that. Like, I feel like my kids swimsuits end up. I don't know. They end up in the laundry. And then by that point, they're crumpled up and wet. And I feel like they do need to be washed.
1: And so for mine, if I let my i always feel like for me isolating into a shower yeah. is the best thing otherwise sand gets everywhere and i'm sort of phobic about sand being everywhere so like i really try to contain the sand yeah um so to me like having them hanging in the shower it just makes more sense yeah. and then we're gonna use it in two days and they're just gonna grab it and
0: okay so throw it back on
1: wonder- or you can hang it out in the sun like yeah. putting anything out in the sun cleans it oh totally so totally. yeah
0: What about workout and bras and other elastic? That's
1: the stuff. Okay. So I throw all of my workout stuff in the washer and I dry it in the dryer. I don't worry about that at all. Um, My bras. I used to be really, really good about putting them in a lingerie bag for washing and then hanging them to dry. And I just, everything's been so much more chaotic that I've been bad, really bad about remembering to do that. So So, do they go,
0: they'd go in the washer like normal and then in the dryer like normal.
1: And I don't, I don't wash my bras very often. Is that gross? No, I, I don't, don't think
0: so. How often? Let's talk about it though. Because I don't, yeah. I don't either. I don't like, I mean. I mean, I get at
1: least three or four uses out of a bra. Oh yeah, I wash me too. It. Yeah. yeah, at least. And sometimes I'll give it a quick hand wash and then just hang it in the bathroom. That's actually the better thing for me. I think the problem is anytime something goes into the washing machine, I lose track of it. Yeah. And so it's really great to think I'm going to go dig it back out and then like hang it. But then the reality is I'm going to be switching the laundry really quickly when I'm in a hurry or something else is going on. I'm just not going to. So I don't, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think I'm the same with bras. I get several wears out of and I have a few in rotation and I I don't have a certain like number of wears after which I wash it. It's just instinctual. But I definitely get a few to several wears out of each one. I I'm not picky about how stuff goes in the washer. I wash everything in the washer, but I I don't dry I I take a lot of stuff out to hang dry. And I think I I don't know. I in Arizona stuff dried so quickly. It was really easy and convenient to hang stuff to dry. So I hang dry all of my Ooh, bless me workout. Bless you. Thank all you. of my workout. Bless clothes. me, Sarah. Bless you. Uh, you have been blessed.
1: Thank you. I yes yeah, so hang blessed. dry
0: all swimsuits, all bras, all all workout clothes of any kind. Of you mine. so you hang workout mm-hmm. clothes. I
1: don't. I have a lot of workout clothes. Um, you know, I'm a fabletics subscriber. Yeah, I do. And I also do this thing in the summer where I wear workout clothes all the time. Basically. Yeah. I try to find ways to layer them so they don't look like workout clothes so I can wear them to like radio work and stuff, but they're that's what they are. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me to remember like what I got really sweaty, what I didn't. And I feel like the safest thing is just to throw it all in the wash. And I know well, I do throw it in the wash. Them. It goes
0: in the oh, that's right. You just don't. Yeah, dry I just don't. And, dry yeah. I drain the them thing... over the banister. You know how my upstairs yeah. like, so I have two long banister railings. Yes. And I just hang like they're my clothes lines. So I have so stuff I, hanging over there all the time.
1: I will say that there, your, your setup is really very geared to that. And mm-hmm. mine is not. I mean, right. I would be, I grew up, um, within a house with a Michigan basement my house is a little nicer than a Michigan basement and for people who don't know what a Michigan basement is <laughs> I just, don't it's just a junky basement Yeah, I, I don't even, it's just like a basement that's not it's not a cell it's not like a dirty cellar but it's also not a nice finished basement right so we call it a Michigan basement and I don't okay. really know what makes it a Michigan basement but it just does um, they're humid, they're damp. And yeah. I grew up in a house where one time, like, I think our dryer broke and for two months. My mom hung all of our clothes to dry in okay. the basement and nothing ever got dry. got dry and it was all stiff and weird. And yeah. so I just, that's not going to work for me. And now I do have in my backyard, I have a nice big backyard and I have like, not the line itself, but I have a clothes pole. Like I have a, Uh so I could put a clothesline and I've thought about it because there are times when I could easily go hang stuff out to dry and it would be pleasant. And I love that this kind of domesticity of that and the the throwback nature of it. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. And I'm guessing at this point this year, I probably won't. And then that season for me would be over by September. And we've had a, we had a lot of rain in June. So that would have been dumb.
0: Yeah. That, that would be hard with weather.
1: And, and because my house is so small, there's no place else to hang anything. There's really no place like, upstairs I could hang stuff where it wouldn't just be everywhere and in the way. So yeah. I just don't.
0: I had one of those um, from college on, I think it was Allison's one of those collapsible oh, hanging yeah. things. And I really like that. Cause when I was, when I was a dancer, I was, I was air drying all of my dance clothes. Cause it really would, the dryer would just wreck it forever. Yeah. Leotards and tights and it, the colors would fade and the elastic was shot. So maybe that's why too. It's not, it doesn't seem super extra to me to hang stuff to dry actually I kind of like it in the way you've talked about liking laying your hands on every piece of clothing. I feel like when yeah. I pull wet stuff to go in the dryer, I'm like kind of manually inspecting for that couple of minutes and pulling out stuff to hang dry. So I probably hang dry 20 percent of what's in our house between swim workout and even some of my tops, like some of my just nicer yeah. tops that like they don't need to be dry cleaned. And I don't like to hand wash. So I don't really want to hand wash, but I will. I will hang dry if I think it's going to save or add life to a piece of clothing.
1: And when I um, when I cloth diapered, I always hung to dry. And okay. I had one of those little. Uh, I didn't hang the I didn't hang the pre fold diapers themselves, but anything that had elastic in it or any of the covers because
0: mm-hmm. yeah, they were yeah, all yeah. plasticized. Yep.
1: Those all got hung on one of those little white like I can see it in my mind's eye right now mm-hmm. like a little white. It was like a little um, like a carousel.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is. No, mine was like a. Oh, it like it was more like a like a accordion. accordion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. that's funny. Well, yeah, and I guess in in terms of hanging stuff to dry. If you're doing a couple things, it's just not that much harder to do more. Which I think right. is how I've now I, I hang dry quite a bit because I'm already l- on the lookout for what needs to be hung up. So I might as well if if I think the dryer is going to be harsh on something, I'll just hang it up. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have a few more. We're still here. Okay. Okay. Um. Do you remember when your boys were back to back to back, like ages and sizes in clothes? Was it hard or did you have strategies for keeping stuff straight? Because I feel like that would be hard. I have girl, boy, girl, and my girls are almost five years apart. So sizes, it's not hard to see whose underwear is who. But do you remember those days? Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> how did you did they share socks or did you ha- like uh, how well, would you keep track?
1: So socks,
0: I've never. So I had systems. OK, the socks, yeah, that's the part I want is the systems. And
1: for a couple of years. Well, no, actually, for a good long chunk of time, five to seven years, the system was I, there was this brand of socks like I think it was the gold toe ones. OK, and you could buy them with one stripe, two stripes or three stripes. And I think it was based on size, like the oh, bigger okay. ones had three stripes. So the funny thing is I had to fudge it a little bit because whatever kid was wearing the three stripe socks wasn't actually quite big enough for those yet. You're and like, like you're, you're a three, but I was like, you're a three striper now. <laughs> and I did that for a while. I actually, it was a long time. What's happened since is that everyone now has their own sock. I will say personality, their oh, own yes. sock type Mm -hmm. and they don't follow my rules anymore. (laughs) Um, William likes to wear man socks like he will. So when you know when we were sharing a household with John he was always digging John's socks out and Mm -hmm. wearing them and that would make John crazy and Owen doesn't like to wear matching socks and he only (laughs) likes crazy socks. So Uh he wouldn't wear like if I bought him plain old gold toed socks and expected him to wear matches and pairs he never would. Okay. So that didn't just all it all fell apart about three or four years ago. So now We used to have this huge sock basket that everyone would pick through and I really moved to really scale that down. And now it's in this much smaller like metal container that I had like a metal basket, which is probably supposed to be hanging on a wall someplace holding fruit or something like I think I bought it. (laughs) I think I bought it. I don't know, like from Ikea or something, right? But now it holds the socks and there's I just have very few pair and I just wash them a more. Like yeah. I, the fewer socks, the better I have found. And I go through it pretty regularly to check for holy socks because yeah. my kids will unabashedly wear socks that are absolutely trashed when they have an abundance of oh, perfectly nice socks to choose from. They'll wear them like, you remember the old Bugs Bunny commercial or um, cartoons with, like the Hatfields and McCoys with the Southern kind of. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. so they they would have like a big ratty straw hat, Yeah, yeah like, yeah, like the jeans that are like mid-calf, yeah. and they're all torn off at the bottom, and they always had their toes Yes, yes. hanging out of the ends of their shoes. That's how my kids would walk around if I let them, with their toes absolutely hanging out of their socks, that's so to the point where there's like almost no point of even wearing socks. Yeah. Like why do you even have those on your feet? <laughs> so it's a struggle. It's a struggle. And it's that's one of those things. It's just active management. There's no getting around it. Like, yeah. I can't... There's no system... That's going to override my kid's quirks when it comes to socks.
0: What about and an
1: underwear? Yeah. To some degree. Um, that's gotten way better. William is definitely in his, his own size. I buy him his own brand. Okay. But um, so that are really easy. I can pull those out and whatever. But Owen and Isaac's underwear look very similar yeah. to me. They're both like these oddly teeny boxer briefs. You <laughs> know, Isaac's 18 and Owen's 12. But they shrink down like yeah. when you get them out of the wash, they yeah. kind of all look the same to me. And I have to sometimes study them to tell whose underwear is whose.
0: Which don't you find that kind of annoying? Like I, th- we have a few sets of things where it drives me bananas that I have to like look up close. And I've thought about yes. okay, the next time I purchase, I'm going to go color coding. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know getting- what? I
1: tried that and I keep forgetting. Yeah,
0: exactly. Allegra's getting to wear her socks and underwear could be mine, but that's not as hard because I know my own clothes.
1: Yeah. I no, it's just, you it's not the same yeah. as having
0: like a whole bunch of little boys like you did. And then because and, of the yeah. spacing of my kids, it hasn't been an issue. But I feel like even a listener asked us about that one time when we did a clothing episode, like,
1: well, yeah, yeah. I tried to color code underwear. And the problem is the store without fail, <laughs> the store won't have the color you hope to get. Yeah at some point the, like you're gonna the go there in the right kid. size yeah they're gonna have the, only that color in the other kid's size like every time i've tried to implement a sock or underwear system like that it's it can be fail proof for a little bit mm-hmm. but it always falls apart in the end always yeah. so mm-hmm.
0: i'm contemplating a color so for our school uniforms the kids socks just have to be white gray or black like it's not that big a deal they can be any style but no crazy colors and i was contemplating because i don't think the kids care about this color of their socks having like literally one kid be a gray sock person, one kid right. be a black sock person. Um because Reed and Allegra, well all of them athletic socks look like athletic socks, even though they're all right. basically different sizes. So I was thinking I haven't executed that plan. But
1: um okay. And Clara wears mostly like the little sports socks, like the little yeah. no shows. And those are easy. Like those are those easy. Those are they're easy.
0: Yeah. Um okay I have a question. Do you have any laundry like dirty secrets? Like things that oh. don't get washed as often as they should or things that like you'd be mildly embarrassed if someone peeked behind the curtain of your laundry habits. I'm going to ask you to say it in front. Ugh, of I know. Of well, people. I'm,
1: I'm, hmm. I mean, I, I can go, I don't follow you... any rules. Okay. That's just my, I, I guess if I had to say like my dirty secret is I wash stuff on whatever temperature I feel like washing it on at the moment. <laughs> I very rarely use bleach, like very rarely. I'm not even sure I ac- I know how to accurately use bleach.
0: I have tried using bleach and by reading the label and following instructions yeah. a few times, but I don't, I'm not a regular, we didn't even talk about stain removing.
1: No, we That's didn't because like I'm terrible at I don't remove them. I don't either. I like, they just don't get removed. And I've tried things like borax and vinegar washes and all of those things like have their place and I'll try them all. And like, even with things like, um, with things like the choosing a temperature, I usually just stick with warm to yeah. me. That feels like it's not going to shrink most things but it probably is going to get things cleaner than cold and sometimes I'll put on cooler cold if it's like like shirts or something or bras or something like that where I really want to protect more but again I tend to not separate stuff like that out so it's like you have to make that judge like that that snap judgment based on the whole yeah big picture and so I just whatever if like the socks are a little more stinky then I might separate the socks out and put them in the towels and do the whole thing on hot but like But I'm not. I I just never have really mastered that whole art, and I don't care.
0: Yeah, and your laundry is coming out just fine. It's fine. I mean, you're not. I think you and I are the same with like the stain removing thing. We're not. We're not usually dealing with clothing that's so valuable or expensive that it's worth our time and energy trying to get a stain out. It's either going to be a kid's going to wear it stained, or we're going to throw it it away or buy a new one. (laughs) Exactly.
1: No. Totally. And honestly, it's worked for me. Like I don't feel like I spend. I don't feel like I spend um, an inordinate amount replacing clothes. I don't feel like my kids look like slobs. And I don't feel like I've spent too many hours in my life thinking about laundry either. Those things all have to balance out, right? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Well, I was going to ask quickly about linens because one of my dirty secrets is I feel like I changed sheets a lot when my kids were really tiny because there were diaper blowouts in the crib or somebody was sick. But I feel like they're kind of at this stage now where if someone doesn't barf or pee in their bed, I could go a really long time or or we have a guest. So like those are the things that prompt it. Right. Like someone is we have a guest in that room. Obviously, I'm going to put clean sheets on the bed. Um, Someone has some kind of sickness or accident. Um, But if they don't for a while, I sometimes think, oh,
1: I should probably like I, I, I
0: don't do linens on Sundays. Like I don't change the sheets every week.
1: I don't either. Okay. And I used to be in a good like every two week pattern. It wasn't I don't I don't know that it was always every week, but I think I was in a good like every other Sunday. I would just do a major like strip all the beds and do all the laundry thing. Right. And I've kind of fallen out of that. Now I will go in. This is terrible. I will go in and like. Pick up one end of the sheet and shake it really hard to get like sand off of it because because <laughs> and I'll smell it. It doesn't smell bad. The kids are going to bed clean, like, yeah. you know, but like yeah. sometimes Clara will go lay in her bed with sand on her feet while she's waiting for the shower to be available or whatever. And so it gets kind of sandy and gritty and I don't know, I I don't, it doesn't smell bad. Like she's not dirty. I'm really not, I think we have an an unhealthy obsession with cleanliness in this country sometimes. So I'm fine with it. And I know when it's time for my sheets to be clean and that usually triggers cleaning all the rest of the sheets. So I'll be in my bed like, you know, it's been a while since I've swapped these out. It's time to do it. I might as well do Clara's and then I'll tell the boys to bring me theirs. Yeah. But I sometimes don't even know if they actually do when I tell them to or like if they're actually even putting clean sheets on the back on the bed. (laughs) It's better, I feel, for them to have marginal sheets on the bed than for them to lay on a bare mattress, which they totally will if I don't watch it really closely. So that's so funny. All that is to say I'm not the best.
0: Well, my only other dirty secret that I had in mind is I have this laundry basket that has clean sheets in it that have come out of the dryer from... You know, like maybe we set up the pullout couch one time or like they're not from any one individual's bed. They're like other spare clean sheets that have been used. Maybe they were used for, I don't know, a fort or anything, but they are clean. They have come out of the dryer and they are in a laundry basket in the laundry room. And I just don't ever, ever fold them or put them away. It's like Mm -hmm. my linen closet is actually just A laundry basket if I if someone peed their bed tonight and I needed to change I wouldn't go to a linen closet I would go to this one jumble in a laundry basket and it would take me seriously five to ten minutes to fold all that stuff and put it away and I do have lovely cupboards upstairs that are there for sheets and I I just don't do it
1: so you know it's funny about that in my old house I had no closet space like none it was terrible it was a big house but the closet space was awful so I had a separate laundry basket set aside just for sheets yeah and I do like to fold sheets. I don't like them in the jumble because I feel like they're not, I can't tell if they're clean or not. Yeah, I, I know. Confused. I know.
0: It's not good. Um,
1: so <laughs> I would fold them and pair them um, and then put them in a laundry basket and stick them in a corner of my bedroom. So now I, I have great closets in this house, but no place to stash an extra yeah. basket. It's like yeah. So now what I end up doing is like putting a a laundry basket full of clean sheets in a closet. Oh, that's so funny kind of dumb but like it works and at I don't least care yours are folded. it's more mobile and they are folded and it looks nice to me and then I can tell if they're clean or not just at a glance which yeah. is otherwise problematic so
0: I don't even you know what I should do is I should have one less laundry basket it's like if I didn't have that laundry basket if it wasn't an option to put it there I would have to put them away but it's just this old spare laundry basket that's mm. the de facto linen closet <laughs> um all right I'm kind of good. good Have we, Have we? we?
1: yeah I think I'm laundried out now I have to go actually do laundry do
0: some Oh, and before we actually wrap up, let's talk about Cue It Up. That's our segment at the end of every show where we recommend an episode, an oldie but goodie from the archives. And I picked, um, remember that time we went through our personality profiles on the podcast?
1: Yes, we did the Enneagram and the Myers-Briggs.
0: We did. So it's a two-part series. It's from July of 2016, and it's episodes 57 and 58. And what we did, the first one, we talk about kind of personality tests in general. and like what we think about them, how we've responded to them over the years. And then in the follow-up in episode 58, we actually reveal our Enneagram types and our Myers-Briggs types. And if you haven't taken those or you're not into it, I think the the whole two-part series is fun. The first part would kind of give you the foundation. And then if you do like to compare notes and hear about other people's personality types, then the second one is where we kind of go into that But it was fun. Yeah,
1: that was really, really fun. And we found out I've had so many people take all those same tests now. Yes. And, and I feel yeah. like
0: that was two, exactly two years ago. And I think even since then, I feel like the Enneagram bandwagon continues to yes. get bigger. And everyone's always loves to talk about Myers Briggs. And we have so many new listeners since then. So if you're a personality test lover and haven't listened to those, it's 57 and 58 from July 2016. Just scroll back in your podcast app and cue those up. Super all right, fun. guys, we'll be back with you soon.